Hallo, willkommen zum Viennale Podcast. Mein Name ist Alexandra Zavia. Ich unterhalte mich mit Gästen der Viennale 2022. Heute kann ich begrüßen den italienischen Regisseur Alessandro Comodin und wir sprechen über seinen aktuellen Film Gigi La Legge. Buongiorno Alessandro. Buongiorno, guten Tag. <laughs> guten Tag. Where are you right now, if I may ask? I, I live in Paris. It makes uh, 20 years that I live here and I, I left Italy. I see, I see. I am in Vienna right now. We are doing this uh, talk per video call and uh, we are talking about your most recent film, The Adventures uh, of Gigi the Law, as it's called in English. And I will just try to briefly and plainly summarize what the film is about. We see a policeman, uh, Gigi, nicknamed Gigi, mostly patrolling in his car through a small town in the Italian countryside. And hardly ever anything happens until something happens. And we see him either there in his car or in his garden. And this garden is a really magnificent place. It's full of plants and it's a jungle. And uh, Gigi um, regularly gets into conflict with his neighbor who, who tells him to cut the trees finally. And um, this is actually uh, the place that um, resounded with me a lot when watching the film. Uh, it's, it's just really, it's, an insane place, I have to say, because I find it so beautiful and so magical. Um, can you say about more about this garden? Um, because it's so fantastic in, in the literal sense of the word. Yes, this is the garden of my grandmother. Uh, this is the place where Gigi lives. And um, it makes now about uh, 20 years that um, he everything is under his control <laughs> or not at all. But um, yes, um, this is the place where uh, he can hide inside and uh, um, where uh, he can be protected by the trees. In the, in the reality, I mean, everything is real um, in, in, in the film. And, uh, and so I was very, very close to this place because uh, even, uh, even if um, the, the, the time passed by, the, this um, garden uh, still remains always uh, the same uh, because of uh, Gigi, I guess. So, um, you know, when you, when you grow up, uh, Uh, sometimes you realize that what uh, uh, you see when when you were uh, a child um, is so little, so tiny, so not so magic. But this place, I can assure you, um, remains always as magic as I remember it. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Uh, we have to uh, say that um, uh, you told me in advance uh, that Gigi is in fact your uncle. Yes. So he really is the policeman of the town as well, of that small town. Yes, yes. He's a, a, a very important <laughs> character in, inside of the community, a, little, a very little community of the village. It's a village about 1,000 people, more or less, 1,500. 
and uh, so everybody knows each other and you know as it is uh, the countryside um there are some uh, countryside in in uh, in the borders of italy very close to austria too um you know uh, th there are some characters very important in the past but also in the present they are still alive <laughs> and they are quite uh, strange i mean they are not so normal okay mm -hmm. uh, and uh, Gigi, my uncle is one of them because uh, you know he feeds up um, all the stories and uh, legends about him because he makes a lot of uh, things very in a very strange way so what uh, what was very funny for me is that um, at the same time uh, he is a policeman, so he represents the law. Uh, of course, he's a local policeman, um, but uh, he plays uh, he plays very well his character in the, in the life. So you never know if it's real or he's just playing with you uh, or with the people. That's that's something that's interesting because I was just about to ask, um, as he's this real person and the real character, how was it, first of all, how, I mean, did he, you know, say yes right away when you asked him to star in a film? And how did he go about his? Because I can imagine that he was quite concerned about how you know, how he as a policeman would come come across in the film. And I don't know if that's true, but uh, we kind of like get a feeling for the real, you know, man behind it. So how was it? And he's not the only uh, non-professional actor in the film because you're uh, also in your previous films, you blended, you blended not only um professional and non-professional actors, but also fictional elements with uh, real sequences and, and documentary-like uh, sequences. Can you say more about how you started this film and why, again, you wanted to do it, you know, blending the real facts with a fairy tale, maybe? Is that, um, well, I, it started because I wanted to go back uh, home where I shot my first film um, that was called uh, Summer of Giacomo, where two young uh, people, two teenagers, go, uh, went to the, go, uh, go to the river, uh, which is the river close to my house. Mm. And um, what I felt when I finished that film is that uh, I, I never uh, filmed uh, the, the, the houses, the community, the people. The, there were only these uh, two uh, teenagers who were uh, escaping from the reality, from the village. So uh, some, uh, I don't know, uh, yes, six or seven years after, I wanted to film what I didn't uh, film before. So the community. And I found that it was very funny to, um, to begin uh, to start from my, uh, the garden, the garden where I was, uh, where I used to play when I was a child and, uh, in, and um, to watch the reality. Uh, with the eyes of uh, this man, my uncle, that I loved very much because he was uh, like you know, the, the nice adult, you know, where 
the, uh, there was no rules with him you know we, he came in my house and we we go fishing in the night uh, with all these motorcycles and everything so i i loved my uncle <laughs> and i loved the, the also the um, um how, how do you say um the contradiction between making uh, a film uh, or a, a Yes, a feature film, a story, a serious story with a, a guy like my, my uncle who is uh, talking in dialect uh, in Friulano and um, who, yes, he's not an actor. And I like that. Um, yes, it, it was like um, something nice to make things like him, you know, strangely <laughs> in a way. So I like that. And um, so I started from this place, this garden, this man uh, that I loved very much. And then after, for five years, more or less, I, I worked with him and with the reality. And, um, and so when you have the center of the film and the main character, you have to, um, to adapt your story and your um, desires, uh, cinema desires, I mean, um, to the main character. So it, it has to be coherent uh, uh, to him. So all the, the, all the other characters, um, well, it was, uh, I, I didn't make a choice. It was normal to, to work with the people with whom uh, my uncle uh, was in a, in a good relation or in a bad. It depends on the, um, what I, I, I needed for the film. So it was uh, it was like that. It's just uh, not to put uh, artificial artificial uh, topics or way of uh, working inside of a reality, but working with the reality and what uh, what uh, the reality can do to my film. Mm -hmm. So I do um, I work with the um, yes with the, all the things that I can have from the reality and. Um, and, and it's, it's nice because uh, at the end, you cannot write the dialogues like that. You cannot write the actions like that. It, everything is very strange. It, it is a, a, a constant dialogue between what I desire in cinema and what reality can give me back. And uh, after five years, <laughs> I, I shot this film in that way. That's interesting. It's like an organic reciprocal organism kind of. Yeah, right. Uh, it's interesting also that you're telling me uh, Gigi uh, broke some rules or, you know, went fishing with you in the night and so on, because uh, it's uh, in the film, Gigi is a very uh correct uh, uh policeman he he knows the law he is uh, ready to uh follow it he is um very you know he has his uh, daily routine which he loves to stick to and so on and uh, he, he has this small obsession with some some uh, inhabitant of the village who he keeps following and surveying and um uh, and when uh, an incident happens, uh, which is a suicide that hints to a series of suicides, he starts investigating. Uh, and so this is the, the the formal policeman we see. But on the other hand, he he has this garden which is completely out of control actually, um, and uh, does not follow any rules. On the contrary, is a kind of like anarchical. Uh, reaction to anybody who tells him what to do 
that is his neighbor in, in, in specific. So that's a very interesting, um, you know, uh, uh, position of, of, of two souls in one man. Is that something uh, that, that Gigi offered or that developed in the film or? Um, I, I think that, uh, of course, it's my point of view um, in the portrait of my uncle, of course. Um, but at the same time, uh, of course, um, he's, uh, in a way, he is like that in reality. He's a very <laughs> strange person in, in, a, in, in a very difficult balance between uh, the normality and what is not normality or what people call normality. So, um, I don't know, it's, um, I don't know what's in, from him or from me, but uh, of course, um, of also because nowadays, you know, everything, it, it seems so so square, so um, uh, categoric, Every, everything, everybody needs categories, e even in, in March, uh, everybody needs categories. And, and <laughs> well, I, in a way, I, I'm like uh, my uncle, it's uh, just a provocation maybe, but it's sometimes it's nice to, to have fun with the categories and uh, say something and uh, three minutes after say the contrary of something, mm -hmm. just because um, uh, it's important to have fun for it first. That's the most important thing. After, after that, um, uh, for, for me, it was very, very nice to have a, a character like him because even, even if um, what happens is very simple, very, I don't know, very basic things that happen, so sometimes very tragic, but it happens. Everything happens, and uh, uh, yes, his garden is so marvelous, but at the same time, it's, it's just a little garden. I mean, and um, and I found that um, all the contradiction of this man um, can give a, a, a nice approach to the world. For, for audience too, because uh, uh, in a way he's, um, he's free. He's a free guy, uh, which uh, um, th this thing, th his freedom sometimes um, is very dangerous for him. <laughs> so yes, uh, he went to the hospital, um, I mean, to the psychiatric hospital. Um, they hired him uh, one year before we shoot the the community hired him so now he is not a policeman anymore because in reality he has what he he does what you can see in the in the film sometimes is is a he is a prisoner or mm -hmm. of his own play of his own game because he provocates everybody mm -hmm. he laughs mm -hmm. he's in uh, the same time he has he is the person who is supposed to, to give the, the rules <laughs> to make it uh, make them respect and um, so uh, the, all these contradictions are very dangerous <laughs> for uh, for only a little man like him so mm -hmm. and he li he leaves all these contradictions and I think in that in a way is a very um, a very romantic um, character but romantic not because only love but also because love because he 
he thinks that love is very romantic like like i don't know 30 or 40 years ago he's from the past but at the same time he's modern he's a very big contradiction yeah he is a bit uh um, you know a, a leftover kind of man from a different era also uh with his romanticism and also with his manners or with his understanding of masculinity also uh that's that's what i found very very nice because at the same time he is uh not dogmatic or anything at all he's just very humble actually about it even though songs like which is it uh, by julio iglesias which is uh used in this in the film what's this what's the title the i am a pirate and a gentleman <laughs> exactly i'm a pirate and a gentleman that fits uh, suits him perfectly uh with the um, use of music i wanted to ask you use a lot of diegetic music uh that's also due to uh because it comes with reality right uh yes i guess so i don't um as you can see in the film i i i just um refuse uh to to play with uh, all the um, artificial tools of the cinema normal cinema uh, of course it's a normal film that you can watch and enjoy um but uh, everything in the film um has to be um, um i it has to be concrete i mean so um in, in in reality, of course, you don't uh, listen to music when you leave something. Uh, I don't know a, a sad scene. You don't have a violins or piano. <laughs> uh, that's a topic from the tradition of the cinema, of course. I'm not against that way of working, but for me, for me, and in this case, uh, I I cannot play with that uh, kind of. Uh, tools of the cinema so uh, music for me is uh, just uh, like another um, element of the reality mm. so of course it's diegetic but it's not so it's not so simple because no, nobody knows who puts the music <laughs> it's artificial and i show this um, this this artificial topic uh, the the music i i showed it that is artificial mm -hmm. so this uh, it's very ambiguous um like uh, all the other i think all the other elements of the film yeah you play a little with the car uh scenes anyway because a lot of the film is shot solely in a car uh so it's a kind of a road movie without ever you know showing really the road but it's more the car inside of the car uh road movie never leaving the car actually uh and uh in the car uh you're kind of doing what you know you're also playing with contradictions um uh or with i think it develops a kind of humor in my opinion uh at some point because uh we hear or we see Gigi talking to someone and we expect somebody else but then you show a counter shot uh revealing it's another person or a different person we were expecting um can you see something about that how how you uh, uh conceptualize those scenes in the car Yes, um, it's a, it's a, um, I didn't con conceptualize it be before. It's just a con consequence um, of the way of working. So I, I play with the long long shots that I never cut. 
so uh, in, in the film, we have uh, 77 shots, 77, uh, which is very, very few number of shots. Be, well, in, um, uh, in comparison to the other films. Uh, so I, uh, I, I let the, the reality play in a way. So when I decided to when I decided to work in the car, uh, which is very difficult in a way because uh, to, to change the, the camera to the opposite place, you have to wait a lot and, and it's it's a quite hard um, uh, thing uh, to do in, in the shooting. Um, so I, I, I like when I have uh, some con constraints like that. So, well, in the, it was uh, I decided to shoot to start uh, from I don't know uh, Gigi and and then to the um, to the opposite place. So the morning I I play I I shoot uh, with Gigi, and the, in the afternoon with the other person. So and and, and there was nobody to to say uh, um, what what they are talking about. So every shot is uh, unique. I don't have two times the same thing, which <laughs> sometimes it's 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 very dangerous because uh, sometimes you have different names for the same person, you have a different oh well problems of a script, but uh, at the same time it's very rich because um, when you have um, you you can uh, yes when you have different things uh, and that um, that you can edit together. Uh, you can create a, a space-time um, very particular. So as an audience, you can feel that you are in the same time uh, because of a contra shot and contra shot, okay? Uh, be because it works. But at the same time, you realize that it, it is not... Mm, I, we are not sure that it is the same time. So it creates a space-time uh, different, very particular. So um, that creates, in a way, a suspense for me. So of, um, as an audience, I ask myself, but what, what is going on? What, what, what will be the next shot? Um, and uh, those kind of questions, are, for me, are very rich, in a way, as an audience, because uh, I can construct, I can build up a, a story just with a, f a very basic uh, gram grammary, grammary yeah. of yeah. cinema. Mm -hmm. Shot contra shot, another shot, and, and that's all. Mm -hmm. and, um, and that's the way of working that um, uh, helped me to, to construct the story in that way. It's interesting, yeah. I mean, uh, suspense is generated from insecurity and uh, also, and uh, but also from controlled uh, or manipulated uh, insecurity. But the 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 topic or the feeling of security and safety is also important in the film, and also important for Gigi. I mean, coming back to the car, it's actually like a Faraday or Faraday cage, mm -hmm. um, and. Nonetheless, reality breaks in, death breaks into it, you know, by the things that happens. And uh, suddenly we see, I mean, in the first, we always sense Gigi as a, as a, as a, um, a sensitive human being, but we realize it 
gradually as the film progresses that he's very sentimental also and that he has a, a very weak spot for humanity, you can say like this. Um, uh, it's, it's very interesting because uh, the, the feeling of, of safety, is that important to you uh, in cinema? Like when you go or when you watch films as a spectator, is that something you're looking for also or something that you're asking yourself about when you're watching films? Mm -hmm. I, uh, it's true that the... Well, for me, cinema is like uh, the um, cinema. I mean, the theater, <laughs> the, uh, this dark, uh, dark place uh, uh, where I can share the films with other people that I don't know. Um, for me, it's like the Garden of Gigi. Okay, that's the theater for me. So, uh, of course, I feel in safety because I'm in a dark room. But when I'm there... I can live uh, uh, an infinite uh, number of uh, stories. And uh, what I'm looking for is adventures, like Gigi. <laughs> I, mean, oh, I, I never thought about <laughs> this kind of... Uh, yes, but it's, it's quite the same. So um, I don't want to be in secure, in safety in the cinema. I, my body is in safety. I know that I'm seated very comfortable or not. I don't care. But I know that I'm protected, protected from the outside world. And, uh, and what I want to see is something that um, uh, could change my life. So I'm ready to, to be uh, completely... Um, change in my opinions in my point of view and uh, no I don't I don't want to be in safety I want to be in safety in the body of course that's uh, that's the one of the only uh, right the first right that uh, every citizen uh, needs to be in safety no war please mm -hmm. <laughs> um, to be protected in the in body, but after all, we need the danger. Mm. The danger of uh, sometimes is, I mean, in my film, it, the danger is very, very tiny sometimes, but it's so tiny and so, uh, so um, real in this film that uh, you can feel that uh, the danger is uh, a very dark uh, hole, uh, very deep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, the mental disease, the the um, no hope for countryside, <laughs> yeah. um, the train that never stop. You know, mm -hmm. so it's something very basic, like in um, in um, silent films. You know, Chaplin or it's very basic. The, the train it makes us afraid, yeah. but um, but it's very human. Yeah, that's true. But also uh, with the, uh, I mean, some, a kind of feeling of danger with a romantic side to it comes in with the, uh, with the women uh, or with uh, Paula, uh, who he is flirting with uh, via radio because she works at the police station. She's a new young colleague. And um, uh, he's trying to hit on her, basically. Um, uh, and this is something that's also he tries to fit 
this acquaintance or this probably new acquaintance for a long time they don't meet they agree to meet at some point uh, uh and then they meet in a different way than we expect um and uh, he tries to fit that in his daily routine um and uh you know to establish a sort of uh, a sort of you know secure pattern around this new uh unknown uh actually dangerous you know romantic thing because whenever you you know you let romantic things happen it's it's putting yourself to danger of you know getting hurt whatever so uh it's also that kind of danger that's uh, that's shown in in Gigi's adventures right yes that's the biggest adventures <laughs> of course is love and it's love like in in, in the musicals <laughs> you know in the 50s <laughs> Uh, in um, yes, in a cinema scope. <laughs> so of course um, we are in 2021, of course, when we shot and 22 this year. Uh, so we cannot do films like that in you know Technicolor is not possible because uh, it's it's too late now. So we have to come back to the reality, and with all these. Um, uh, um, baggage that we we had uh, we build up with all the films that we watched in the, in the television in cinema and everything all our uh, lives are influenced by all the films that we watched and so the relations between us and the other with a big uh, oh when uh, um, is influencing I mean uh, why I smoke is because of um, I don't know <laughs> noir films, you know, Humphrey uh, Bogart. <laughs> it's so stupid, but it's it's one element. And um, and uh, for him, for example, um, it it has not. Um, uh, it's in a comic way. Uh, he, I think his attitude comes from all the films that he watched like Bud Spencer and Terence Hill films, uh, Toto and all the Italian comedies, you know, very basic, very popular, but he, he behaves like that. And in love, I thought that with these very basic um, tools that we had, a camera and sound and uh, documentary, documentary way, um, it, it, it was very nice to construct a romantic story just because we had this like game with the, the radio, you know, so it was very real because he was used to 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 the radio, but he was afraid because um, when you when you in, in a police when you use the radio, all the people can hear what you say. So he was a little bit shy because, uh, well, his his habits was were like that. So it, it was like. A, he was very shy, no, and doing something um, uh, strange for him, because he worked uh, like a, a policeman for twenty-five years, thirty years. I don't know, very, very long time. So it was nice to to watch my uncle, well, a 55, 56 years old man, uh, playing <laughs> like a child with the radio and try to trying to. Yes, to seduce this uh, this girl that he never see in the reality. <laughs> so it was very very nice and very moving because um, 
you know, time pass by, you can get older, but you're always uh, always the same. And Gigi, in that way, in that uh, way, yes, um, he's a guy that uh, never grew up. And it's a, well, I don't know what can do living, what can be living with him, but in everyday life, but uh, like that, like in a character of uh, a romance, is a very nice character, I guess. He is, he is. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you, uh, Alessandro, Th thank you for the film, and thank you for the talk. Uh, it was, we will see each other in Vienna when you come. Uh, with pleasure. Danke fürs Zuhören. Wir hören uns beim nächsten Viennale Podcast.